What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Boom Boom Performance Podcast. Happy Monday. I'm super excited about today's podcast because this is the first episode of the eight-part nutrition fat loss series. But before we get into that, if you are new to this show, if you haven't heard the Boom Boom Performance Podcast yet, this is the one-stop shop for all things coaching. It is generally about nutrition and training, but we do take it a step further and definitely dive into mindset, entrepreneurship, and all things personal growth. If you are new here, I do suggest you check out the top four episodes, which I have linked in the show notes below. That is the training FAQ, the nutrition FAQ, nutritional periodization, which I am very well known for inside of coaching, and my story, my personal journey into fitness, into training, into coaching. Now, today's episode is a very special one because it is something new. This is actually the first week we're doing three episodes per week. So this is the first Monday episode in a very, very long time, if not ever. Um, I have launched podcasts on a Monday before, but this is the first week we've ever done three consecutively. And you're going to see this more frequently because this marks the start date of the Nutrition Fat Loss Series. This is part one. So what you're about to tune into um, can also be found in video format, which you can click the link in the description and go check it out on YouTube if you'd rather see me do this in front of the whiteboard. Um, And what I really want you guys to do, especially for you people who constantly listen to the show, please shoot me a DM on Instagram, shoot me an email, um, definitely share this podcast if you guys enjoyed episode one because I want people to consistently tune into the episodes as we go through this eight-part series. I think you guys are going to learn a ton, but let me know what you think. Give me your feedback and let me know if, you, if you're liking this, if you enjoy being able to see it on video, hear it on the podcast, and if you're excited for the, the next seven episodes of this. Today's episode is specifically about adherence and metrics, two of the most important things inside of coaching. And if you do not have these things broken down, you don't have the fundamentals ready to go before you get into nutrition, before you get into your fat loss journey, before you dive into any cut, any diet, any anything, you need to have adherence. Adherence is what encompasses, it's the glue that encompasses everything we do inside of nutrition. So before we talk calories, macros, micros, supplements, meal timing, um, adjustments along the way, anything, diet breaks, refeeds, all these different topics that we're going to cover in this series, you have to have adherence. Adherence is our ability to stay consistent. It's our practical application of this all. So we have to touch on that. And the metrics are how we track everything. If we don't know what we are doing or how we are doing it or have progress or trackable progress along the way, there is no way to guarantee results. This is how we adjust. This is what gives us the information needed to actually program out a diet. So we're going to touch on adherence and metrics today. From a coaching application standpoint, I think you guys are going to take so much away from this. Make sure you grab your journal, grab your pad and pen. And remember, if you enjoy the show, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at Cody.BoomBoom. And please give me feedback on these new episodes. I hope you enjoy part one of the Nutrition Fat Loss series. Today, I'm going to take you through part one of the Nutrition Fat Loss series. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what this is. What is this video going to be about? What is everything on the whiteboard that I'm going to cover up for now so you can listen to me talk about what I'm going to explain to you first? This is going to be an eight-part series airing both in video and podcast. So whether you're listening to me or you're watching me, the goal is the same. I want to teach you the process of losing fat successfully with nutrition. There's so much that goes into coaching nutrition along the way, the biggest thing being adjustments. If we don't have a foundation built, and then the proper knowledge around how to adjust along the way, 
we will never be successful in the long term. And that's the biggest focus with our company and our biggest focus with everything we do inside of nutrition. And if you're watching this and it confuses you at all, if you feel like you need more support or you just want somebody to do it for you, there's a link in the description. You can apply for coaching. We are taking on clients and we can help you do this specifically. If you are someone who wants to learn more about how to do it yourself, this video is for you. We are going to be covering fat loss in every aspect possible when it comes to nutrition. And there's an order of operations when it comes to this. And that's why this is an eight part series. Otherwise I'd film a two hour video where I just rant on nutrition and everything that goes inside of our coaching the entire video. Instead, we're gonna break it up into eight parts and we're gonna go according to what's most important and what needs to be placed first. So today, we're setting the foundation. We're starting with the, literally, the foundation of the pyramid. So our first priority, our first level when it comes to nutrition for fat loss is adherence. Adherence is consistency. Adherence is being able to attack the protocols, attack the strategies, use the tools, implement the methods, and just consistently do the work without falling off the wagon, without having binge episodes on the weekend, without taking things out of context. It's literally just following the plan and sticking to it over the course of days, weeks, months, over to the year. Year is a big thing to think about, but we have to think about these things. And that's why what is your goal encompasses all of this. So we're gonna kinda approach this one by one. The first thing being, what is your goal? I'm assuming if you're watching this, your goal is fat loss, because this is a fat loss oriented video podcast. But most importantly, we need to understand what is your goal, how are you going to approach that goal, and when will you reach that goal? See, a lot of people come to us for coaching after they've already tried to approach their goal, or tried to attack this goal, and it usually lasts eight weeks, 12 weeks, so on and so forth. Then after that, they get stuck. What do I do now? I've been on 1400 calories, I'm doing cardio, I'm training hard, I lost weight, but I'm stuck here, I'm hungry, I don't know how to reverse out of this, when can I eat maintenance, will I gain weight, what's my next goal? All these things come down to what is your goal for the long term. So when you think about your goal, when you're watching this video and you're setting up your context, your personal individual context of what this all means to you, Try to think about what your goal is for next year. Where do you wanna be? It doesn't mean we need to program everything out for a year, it just means that you need to understand where you're gonna be in one year, two years, three years, in order for it all to make sense. That's where periodization comes into play. And later on, I believe it's part seven or eight of this entire series, we're gonna cover periodization in two facets, the weekly, monthly, and also the yearly, so you can understand how to take everything we've recorded and put it all into a structured timeline. But what I want you to get in your head before we go into adherence is just understanding what your goal is and when you're going to attack that goal. When are you going to reach that goal from a standpoint of fat loss and the diet after the diet? When are you gonna get there? And when are you planning on understanding the process of maintaining that goal? How are you gonna maintain that goal? So on and so forth. So I'll use myself as an example getting into this. I just had surgery. So body composition didn't necessarily go to shit, but it took a dive we had to slow down a lot of things. I lost weight, I lost muscle. I don't know if I gained fat, but I definitely got watery and fluffy, not what I like to see in the mirror. My goal was to build muscle, and then I had surgery on my knee right after that. So it set me back. Now, we're changing the goal, we're changing the focus, and we're changing the timeline. I'm thinking of next summer, next year. My first priority is November on my honeymoon. I wanna look good for that, which is November later in this year, but then I'm thinking about 2020. Where do I want to be in 2020, one year from now? May 2020, 12 months away. 
What do I want to look like? Okay, cool. How long will it take me to realistically get there? Do I need to build muscle first? Do I need to focus on recovery first? Can I dive into fat loss now and then slowly gain? When am I going to implement mini cuts? When do I need to transition back and forth? These are all questions that need to start going through your head as we go through this series. For me, I have a mini cut now, then a maintenance phase to recover, then a lean gain phase, and then another mini cut, and then another lean gain phase, and then a long-term cut. Again, I'm going to touch on this in the periodization video, but the point of this is simple. I'm going in and out of phases to make sure that most importantly in 2020, one year away, I'm maintaining the goal that I set out to achieve. Right? It doesn't mean I don't want to be improved in 12 weeks, but again, I'm just kind of planting a seed in your head so you start thinking about these th things. Now, we've covered our goal. Going into the base of the pyramid, this pyramid structure is, has been made famous by Eric Helms of 3DMJ. Highly recommend people check out his book if you really want to dive into the nitty gritty of the pyramid, which is going to be referenced multiple times in this video series. But the muscle and strength pyramids are an excellent resource to educate yourself on the order of importance when it comes to dieting um, and building muscle and training because they covered it all. But with nutrition, You'll see these filled in as we go, but calories, macros, micros, meal timing, uh, and frequency, and then the last one is supplements. But below that, what encompasses the whole entire pyramid is adherence. Before we touch on calories and energy balance, which is the biggest influence of body composition change and performance, which is the next video and podcast, we have to be able to adhere to those things. Do you understand the process of recording your nutrition? Do you understand the process of accountability and support and consistency. These things encompass and set us up, set the stage for being able to dive into the pyramid of importance. Now, as we go into adherence, which again is encompassing this whole entire pyramid, it encompasses everything we do, we need to start going down the bullet list I have here for what builds successful adherence. Without these things, adherence and consistency is going to be very hard to achieve. Some of these you can do without, some of these you cannot do without. And every individual listening or watching to this is going to kind of flock to different things. They're gonna need different things differently. They're gonna prioritize different things on this list because each of these things on the list make a bigger influence on each individual. But all of these things are tools. So we're gonna cover the tools for the rest of this video and podcast today to make sure that you guys understand what it really takes to solidify your adherence before we dive into the actual pyramid, before we dive into setting calories and setting macros and talking about structuring your meals and things like that. The first thing, weekly progress report. If you've ever worked with a coach, you know exactly what this is. If you are a coach, you know exactly what this is. But at the end of the day, a weekly progress report is our weekly check-in. It's waiting till the end of the week to review everything we've consumed for nutrition, all of our training, all of our progress, our measurements, whatever we're taking, and looking, where are we relative to our goal? If our goal is here and we're right here, are we on the right track? Are we moving closer from point A to point B? If we are not, let's look through this weekly progress report and see what we need to change and adjust in order to be back on track to reach that goal, point B. If we are on track, this is just an accountability sheet telling you you're doing a great job, keep moving forward. But at the end of the day, this weekly progress report tells us if we are moving in the right direction. And there's a lot of people who do not have this weekly progress report and have no idea where they're going. They're running on a treadmill. They're moving fast, but they're going nowhere. And it's very important to have this weekly progress report so that when we move forward, 
we're going in the right direction. We're not running in circles. This is absolutely critical and that's why it's the first thing. Number two, a daily metric tracker. This is something we use in our coaching. And again, if you want our exact systems and our exact ways and organization and coaching structure of how we get people from point A to point B, again, there's a link in the description. You can apply for our coaching and we'll show you exactly how we do it our way. But a daily metric tracker takes all the things we need to track on a daily basis and puts them in a system. It puts them in an organization. It puts them in a way that we can kind of filter things out, see the correlations between biofeedback and macros in your weight, and we can see trends across the week. Now I can see daily macros. Now I can see daily weigh-ins. Now I can see your stress, your sleep, your motivation in the morning, your training performance. How well are you recovering? Are you fatigued? I can see these things on a scale of one to 10, let's say, or one to five, and I can see your weight and I can see your macros, and I can see if we're trending in the right direction. I can see if you are consistent or inconsistent. Are you actually hitting your macros? What is your average intake throughout the week? What is your average weight? Because we have fluctuations in weight. Are you really stressed out on a regular basis? Is your macros being off influencing that stress? So now we have all these data points and we can see the trends throughout the week. And at the end of each week, that influences our weekly progress report and tells us exactly how we're doing. This is again, more accountability and more awareness, self-awareness that leads to better adherence. Awareness precedes change is a very, very powerful quote that I love and I use quite often. Because if we're not aware of what we're doing, what's working and what's not, we cannot consistently change to move forward towards the goal. So this tool for awareness and tracking metrics is the exact tool we need to influence the weekly progress report to make that weekly progress report better and therefore move us closer to our goal. Next, meal frequency. Now if you're familiar with the pyramid, meal frequency is way up here. It goes calories, macros, micronutrients, and then meal timing and frequency, and then he places supplements at the top, which I agree with. However, if I set your calories and you are trying to eat two meals a day, yet it's not allowing you to adhere to the calorie intake because two meals is so little, but it allows you to intermittent fast, quote unquote, you're not gonna adhere to the calorie intake, which is the bigger influence comparative to intermittent fasting. So sometimes we take this meal frequency from way up here on the fourth totem or level of the pyramid and we bring it all the way down below the base to adherence. Before we even track macros and track calories, how many meals are you consuming? How many meals works with your schedule? Usually in an optimal world for, world for building muscle, burning fat, performing well, I tend that, to see that four to five meals a day works really well. But if we're dieting and you don't have that many calories to play with, Spreading your calories across four to five little bird feed meals is gonna piss you off. You're gonna be hungry, you're gonna be craving, you're not gonna ever be satiated. So maybe we do intermittent fasting, you only eat two to three meals, but now you get big meals and it allows you to adhere to the overall caloric intake. So a lot of times I take this part that's way up here on the pyramid and I bring it way down below the pyramid to make sure that you're adhering better because meal frequency, how many meals you eat per day, not the times per day, but meal frequency, how many meals you eat per day, should kind of, should be a result of what your lifestyle is like, what your schedule is like, when you're training, when you have cravings, when you go to bed, when you wake up, so on and so forth. When you actually have enough time to sit down and eat a meal. Don't try to cram five meals in a, a, per day if you're a very busy entrepreneur on the go constantly. It's not gonna lead to better adherence and adherence is the number one factor. After meal frequency, training routine. This is obvious. You need to have a training routine that matches you. 
three days a week, four days a week, five days a week, six, six days a week. I don't care. They all work. They all can work. They all have benefits. There's pros and cons across the board. At the end of the day, you need to figure out a training routine that leads to adherence. This one's very basic. We don't need to dive into this much, but every successful weight loss story, and when I say that, I mean every person who has successfully lost weight and maintained that weight loss afterwards and not regained, which is actually a small percentage. I want to say 5% of people who lose a good amount of weight maintain it, which means 95% of people who lose weight regain that weight back. That's a shocking statistic, and it's a real statistic. It's scary. But each one of those people does a couple things in common. One of those is a training routine. They all have a training routine that matches their lifestyle and they're active on a regular basis. That keeps them motivated and it keeps their adherence higher. Another trait that they have is they have daily metrics and weekly progresses. And this is documented, which what mean, that means is that they weigh themselves frequently throughout the week. They have metrics, they're tracking their food, they're doing something that gives them metrics and it allows them to adhere better. So everything I'm talking about is backed by science as well. Next. Sleep slash stress management. This one is obvious. If we lack sleep, we're gonna lack performance. We're gonna lack inhibition. We're gonna la- have higher cravings. Our motivation's gonna drop. Our self-discipline's gonna lower. It's the same thing with drinking alcohol. When we drink alcohol, inhibition lowers. It's harder for us to have self-discipline and stay away from drunk munchies, stay away from junk foods, stay away from street tacos, stuff like that. It's very likely, calories are what matter most and alcohol can be fit in those calories. But what matters most is what we do while we're drinking. So you can fit alcohol into your calories and be fine, but if you're fitting alcohol into your calories and that's causing your inhibition to be lowered and then you go eat a bunch of junk food and you go into a calorie surplus, you're not gonna continue to lose weight. This is the same exact thing with sleep. When you're sleep deprived, and they've done this in studies, your inhibition lowers, your self-discipline lowers. Your ability to stick to anything decreases, which means your adherence lowers. It also creates more stress in your lifestyle because your stress capacity is lower. You can't handle stress as much when your sleep is very shitty. When your sleep is bad and your stress goes up, your cravings increase. Cravings are like a snowball effect. When we have one, we wanna have more. That leads to poor adherence. So overall, sleep and stress management is kind of coupled together because when we deprive ourselves of sleep and we have too much stress in our life or the combination of the two, adherence drops significantly. Next, accountability. Coaching and social support are the two biggest factors of accountability that are gonna lead to better progress. If you have a coach, you understand that you have constant support, you have constant feedback, you have constant accountability. Just the sense of paying money and investing so you have skin in the game allows you to be more successful because you have accountability. When money comes out of my pocket in order for me to be coached, That itself is accountability, even if I don't receive any information from a coach. And this has also been documented in studies. When people pay money, even if it's a dollar, you will be more accountable, you will be more successful. When you have a coach actually communicating with you frequently throughout the week, it goes up even more. Social support is the second piece of that. If you're on a fat loss journey and you're trying to die, you're trying to do these things, but nobody knows, none of your friends, none of your family, nobody understands that you're moving forward with this goal of yours, They're not gonna support you. You're gonna have to hide these things and your inhibition again lowers. Your adherence is going to decrease because you are not gonna stick to the plan because nobody even knows you're on the plan. So when you go out to social events, it's awkward and hard to try to fit your diet into things. Just be open about it. Get social support. True friends and family won't discredit you for having a goal and trying to reach it. And the last thing we're gonna touch on in this one is environmental audit. You need to audit your entire environment. And this goes back to the social support. 
Does your lifestyle push you towards your goal? Does it support your goal? Does your work, do the places you hang out, the places you live, the people you surround yourself with, do all of these things encompass your ability to progress forward towards your goal? If any of them, if you answer no to any of those, if any of those pull you back down like a crab in a bucket, you need to audit those and possibly change those. And it can be one of the hardest things, but at the end of the day, if your environment, and environment means the people, the places, and the things you surround yourself with, if those things in your environment do not allow you to progress or support your goals, you need to do an audit and possibly change the things you're surrounding yourself with. All right, guys, that is episode one of Nutrition for Fat Loss, and more important than anything is adherence. Before we get into any of the science, any of the methods, any of the tools, any of the calculations that are gonna allow you to progress your nutrition for fat loss, adherence and consistency need to be built into your foundation. Before I let you go, I just wanna say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.